Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Testing one, two, three. I'm sitting in my car right now um, on uh, Lincoln and Wilshire. For you guys who don't know me, my name is Esprit Devora. I am host of the We Are LA Tech podcast, unless there's a guest host, of course, and creator of We Are LA Tech, which is my aim to unify the LA tech ecosystem, the people in the LA tech ecosystem in the most meaningful way. I am recording this on my phone in my car. I hope that the, (laughs) I hope that it doesn't go out or fry up or, you know, any, any of the million things that could happen with audio. But I thought there was just a certain level of, um, I don't know, that word authenticity is so annoying, but you know, I'm like in my car chilling with my bags next to me and my dirty coffee mug on the floor in the passenger seat. And so instead of going into our absolutely incredible sound studio in Santa Monica, which I feel just this immense gratitude to have, it's in Beach House Co-Works, which is on Main Street. I just, it's such a wonderland and I hope as many of you as possible can see it in person because it's truly just a gift to, um, to record out of there. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to do it right now here in my car alone. I thought, okay, so let me rewind. Hi. So I was in our private Slack group, the We Are Late Tech Slack, and there were some people that said, you know, I didn't know that you were the person who created We Are LA Tech, and they were kind of upset. Like, why wouldn't you tell us? And I've really been big on never making We Are LA Tech about me. It's always been about the we, about the collective community. And I've never wanted it to be the Esprit show. I've always wanted it to be about us working together as a community to support one another to accelerate forward. But this person um, said it would help a lot to know that essentially the facilitator of the Slack group, of the mobile app that we built, of the podcast, of all the events and experiences we put together, the facilitator is actively involved. And I thought that was a really interesting point of view. So I'm taking the time to create this particular podcast episode, which this will be very, very rare episode, to have a conversation with you, to share with you the story of We Are LA Tech. Hopefully, again, this audio won't cut out. Maybe maybe halfway through, I'll, I'll turn it off for a second and turn it back on to save at least some of the file. Um, but um, hopefully it won't cut out at all. But to tell you about We Are LA Tech, when it was created, why I created it, and um, what it means to me, uh, where I see it going, um, what you all mean to me, and yeah, and just take it from there. This isn't, obviously this isn't scripted. I'm just sharing 
my truth and my heart with you on a podcast that I am extraordinarily proud of. Um, my, my drive is to create a meaningful company that creates immense positive impact that is sustainable because I believe in properly supporting my team and in being able to serve the community in an exceptional way where, um, they truly create meaningful, long lasting relationships with one another. And, uh, you need all those components in order to do that. Right. So I'm from LA I'm born and raised LA. I grew up in Westwood and I live in Los Angeles now. I don't like to be too specific, um, but I live in Los Angeles now. Some of you know where I live. <laughs> and as I said, the studio is in Santa Monica at Beach House Coworks. And I started my career in the tech business. Actually, uh, I would say when I was just a child, my dad was an early adopter and um, he had a home office and I would play on his computer and that's how I got into like chat rooms. And I, I, I could have clearly seen how I could have gotten into coding if I just clicked on the right thing. Um, I would have m- just as much easily been a coder as I am essentially a project manager and visionary today. But I led down the path to utilize technology in order to power communities. My first, what I call starter company, was a scuba diving accessory company. I bought it off of a um, a yacht broker when I was a yacht stewardess and a receptionist at a yacht brokerage house. I ended up creating, uh, learning about scuba diving and how all scuba diving people needed a buddy in order to scuba dive. I'd never been scuba diving myself. And so I wanted to create a social network where people could find scuba diving buddies. Um, my mentor at the time said, I don't know why you're working on diving. Um, you're not even into diving. You're into skateboarding and, uh, and BMX and, and snowboarding and all that stuff. Why don't you create a company based on what you're actually interested in, which the tech part I got right, but not the, the sport. And so I pivoted that word pivoted, pivoted my scuba diving company to be one of the first social networks for um, action sports people to meet, um, eat one another around the world and to do their sport together. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And every lesson that that company taught me is what powers my drive and stamina and passion for We Are LA Tech today. It's my journey in being an entrepreneur and the, and the painful moments that I went through and the letdowns and even the successes that inspire me to want to essentially protect my fellow founders, my fellow tech enthusiasts. I know that sounds so cheesy. I don't necessarily desire to be this... <sighs> like I'm not trying to be a nice person or like a world saver or anything like that. It's, I was born in a way that my brain is just wired to want to foster meaningful relationships and take care of people. At times in my life, and my friends know this well, I've gone over and beyond to the point where I've become sick or given too much of myself. So I'm in a phase in my life right now where I'm working on making sure I prioritize my health and my own well-being, understanding that the better that I am, the more that I can serve others. But the my reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is the drive from being a founder myself and going through that process 
And then additionally, just my brain's wired that way. I'm just like on default. I just love to see people smile. I love to see people feel genuinely happy in the most vulnerable way, if that makes any sense. Anyway, so with my sports company, I ended up, I was traveling at the time, uh, being a yacht stewardess. (laughs) I remember when I was a waitress, I called my mom. This is when I had my sports company and I was really frustrated. I was like, mom, I can't believe I'm just a waitress. I, I, you know, here I'm building the sports company. I just want to be an entrepreneur. And she's like, don't you understand? You already are. Being a waitress is just a tool that you're using in order to build. It doesn't define who you are. And there's obviously nothing wrong whatsoever with being a waitress. I just wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's, I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur and I was frustrated that I couldn't just be, you know, what I dreamed. And so my mom reminded me that it was a stepping stool and that was a really important, you know, life moment. So as I went along my journey, I ended up back in Los Angeles and, um, it was actually after the hurricane and continuing to build and the LA tech scene didn't exist at that time. There wasn't an LA tech scene. And so I used to have at my, I got this office in Santa Monica. It was pure coincidence. It's luck that Santa Monica years later became the go-to place for tech. I, I got this office and I would have entrepreneurs nights, entrepreneurs anonymous nights. And we'd come and we'd watch movies because I had a movie theater for my action sports company. And, uh, and it was great. And this is how I met the co-founders of Coloft. They came to one of my entrepreneurs anonymous nights. Coloft was, I'd say one of the most significant co-working spaces in Los Angeles to truly spark what the LA tech ecosystem is today. And with that developing community, Coloft gave the community a living room, a home for us all to hang out in. And then with that, I was part of that initial developing community, of course. And so as the years went on, I just became synonymous with Esprit and LA Tech. I mean, it was just a thing. I was building my own company and I was part of all these, you know, I guess early adopters of Los Angeles, I suppose you could say. And uh, so then when you know, I moved on in life and post my sports company, I just felt this affinity, one, to get back to media production, something that I did within my sports company, but utilize my, my love for creating high quality media to celebrate the LA tech community. And so it started in 2012 as a hobby where I and this editor would go and we'd film startup companies and we created, uh, 12 episodes actually, uh, called we are LA tech. Um, that was a series of celebrating different people in the community. Unfortunately, we weren't able to finish editing all the episodes for complications I don't need to discuss on this episode, Um, but it was heartbreaking to me that they couldn't all be done. But at that time uh, uh, is when we put together the We Are LA Tech community calendar that had a calendar of all the events, and there were not that many events back then at all. It was uh, it was very easy for me to just do on my own. I mean, not very easy, but it wasn't what it is today. It, it was like three a week or something. You know what I mean? It's not like now it's something like five a night. Oh, it's crazy. So yeah, put together the calendar, and then I just went about my life, and it was more... I would say more a passion project uh, uh, than a, a company. It took me a long time to understand that We Are LA Tech is a community-driven uh, company. I think I had a lot of just association with 
heartbreak and um, stigma because my sports company didn't go in the direction that I wanted it to go in. And so I, I didn't want this to be about creating a company. I just wanted it to be about community service. Um, but what I later realized, what I realize now is if you don't build a strong, sustainable company, you cannot serve the community. It, it just, it's not possible. So my company has to be built well and it has to function smart or else I'm not able to serve you. Um, but anyway, at that time I didn't understand that and it took me years. And so that was 2012, 2014. I was still, you know, just on the media side and I launched the We Are LA Tech podcast. Um, and this one (laughs) that I'm talking to you on, um, so exciting, like four years later, like crazy, right? But 2014, I believe in August, I I started the production on that. It came out in, um, I think the first episode aired in September and made it to the top of Apple by October, which was crazy, super exciting. I still didn't believe it was a company. I didn't think of it like that. At that point, I was just trying to take steps forward in my project. I remember every day I would write down a goal I would do, and I would just be committed to getting that goal done um, day in, day out to, to grow this podcast because I just wanted to celebrate the LA Tech community. And then... Um, People said, well, you have a podcast, and um, and I was in Matt Cooper's Silicon Beach Facebook group, which is really cool for discussion, and a lot of people were posting, um, like, event links, like Eventbrite links, and they were taking up the whole feed on Facebook, so he's like, God, it'd be great if there could just be a separate place for people to post events. I'm like, well, why don't people, why don't I have that? Because We Are LA Tech has the events calendar, and so a Facebook group with just events makes a lot of sense. So that's where the We Are LA Tech Facebook was born, uh, the Facebook group. Now, and now we post exclusively events, jobs, and housing. And, uh, and it was all really to complement what Matt Cooper was doing with his Silicon Beach group. And so then um, people said, well, you have the events and you have the podcast, but you, you, know, you don't have the jobs. And then that's where the jobs came in on, on the Facebook group. And then I built the We Are LA Tech job board, which um, we're still... The job board's cool. It's not, it's not the piece of We Are LA Tech I'm most proud of at all. I think I built it really well. I just, we're not a job company. We're a community-driven company. We're about embracing the relationships within community. So I'm not trying to go against Monster ZipRecruiter. I think ZipRecruiter is actually a great company. I So I don't know where the job, sometimes I think I should like shut down the job, but I see that it really, I see all the time people are like, oh, I just got hired somewhere because of We Are LA Tech or, oh, I found someone because of We Are LA Tech. So, I mean, that's the whole point is to serve the community. So that's why I don't remove it, but it's definitely not the piece that I'm most proud of. But anyway, we created the job board and then, um, and then it goes on and, uh, in June, 2015, um, I had gotten back from a backpacking trip in, um, 2014. That's when the, the, the video series didn't work. And I went on this like soul search and, um, I was like, why can't I be an entrepreneur and have cool life experiences at the same time? Why does it have to be the computer or awesome life? Can't it be both at, at one time? So I created what I called a pilot program for the We Are LA Tech Experience Club. This was June, 2015, but well, really May, 2000. 15 and then June is when it went live. Right. 
And I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to create super rad life experiences for people. So I sent it out. I was really afraid to launch it. I think I thought of it like way before I actually launched it. And I remember I was talking to my contact at American Airlines, who I was referred to by an awesome company called um, Tech.co. It used to be called Tech Cocktail. I was talking to this woman and she's such a sweetheart. She goes, why don't you just survey people? Because what my fear was is that I'd send out, sign up for this experience club pilot program. And then one person would sign up and then I'd feel, um, because I'm a person of integrity, I'd feel a commitment to deliver to one person, which isn't feasible, you know? So she's like, well, why don't you just send a survey rather than commit yourself to something? I'm like, why didn't I think of that? So I sent the survey, the survey, you guys ended up becoming the application form for the club later on. But a lot of people were interested. Tons of people signed up for the pilot program. So cool. I talked to every last person on the phone on what later was to be called a culture fit call. And it was just really, really exciting. And I was open with each person. I said, look, I don't know what this is going to be. I don't know how many experiences are going to be. Here's what I think it may be. But what I do know is that what success looks like is at the end of three months of this pilot program, I want you to look back and say that was definitely worth my time. For sure, without a doubt, that was completely worth my time. And I was dedicated to that. And I was dedicated to that no no matter how much it cost me to make it happen, no matter what freelance gigs I had to pick up or what I had to do. I just, I was dedicated to that three months. I was committed. And so we did the three months. The three months was a success. Now I wouldn't say it was, um, a financial success. Okay. I built it wrong. I built it in a way that wasn't financially sustainable. So even though no one got a free membership, everybody had to pay it. I didn't price it out well. Um, And to be really open and candid, it's because I don't value myself enough a lot of the time. Like, I just, I don't know, I have ish, like we all do. And so because I don't value myself enough or what I'm doing enough, I priced it too low and I didn't have it make financial sense. I didn't think it through. I was so heart driven that I was blinded, which is fine. Everything serves a purpose for its own reason. But anyway... For that reason, for me not building it financially smart, is why after two years, not only was it not profitable, but in the red, it also had completely depleted me because I'd gone, I'd produced over 400 experiences and had physically showed up to 99% of them myself. And, you know, that's just too much for anybody. That's not a, a sustainable way to run anything. But what did happen in those two years, incredible relationships were made, amazing life experiences, horseback riding, clay pigeon shooting, skydiving, dinners, trips, snow tubing. I mean, people met their roommates. We have an engaged couple. We have a business partners. I mean, it's co-founders, friends. If one We Are Tech club member would now I call then we are LA Tech Club OG. So if one we are LA Tech Club OG member meets another one, they have an instant rapport because they understand who they are as a person and their their culture and what they believe in. We're a collective. We believe uh, like a collective community that believes in furthering one another's success. We believe in collaboration. We are action takers. We're 
really, really immersed in the LA culture or desire to be immersed in the LA culture. And it's just, it's a wonderful group of people. Just wonder, just outstanding. A lot of them I'm proud to call my personal friends now. So in August of 2017, so just last year, that was the last month of Club OG. It just couldn't keep going on. I didn't know if I would rebuild it, but I remember that day. I was in the sound studio in Santa Monica, and I was sending the email um, saying to the club members saying, hey, you know, this is it. And I, I had the hardest time sending that email. I remember Brian from Magic Links, who's one of our guest hosts now as well. He, he, he uh, guest hosts the podcast sometimes, but he founded a company called, that's awesome called Magic Links. De- definitely check it out. He comes in and I'm crying. Like, it looks like I just broke up with like the love of my life or something, you know, or I'm about to, and I'm crying. And he says, just because you feel sadness doesn't mean the decision is wrong. And I was like, oh, because usually, right, if we feel sad, it just equated to a negative. And with that, I sent the email in a, the most heartbreaking way, and I mourned for a while, and and it was tough. And that was the end of Club OG. But it wasn't because club members were like, let us get together. Let us create experiences for one another. And I thought that was wow. Not only had my work fulfilled its promise of, of, you know, then looking back on the time with it saying, yes, that was totally worth my time. It was so much worth their time that they wanted to continue to build it on their own. And I just thought that was extraordinary. So then I spent the time after that, obviously, continuing to produce the podcast and and do my other work and kind of, you know, reorganize, restructure and talk to a lot of people, have a lot of conversations. I, at that moment, I didn't know if I would ever start the club again. But then after um, months and months and months and months and just different signs from the universe, it felt right. It felt right to take certain actions to reignite what I'm now calling We Are Light Tech Experience Club 2.0. But I knew that I had to do it in a, in a, in a significantly different way, at least on the back end, a way that was, here's another tech trendy word, uh, scalable, a way that was uh, financially sustainable and profitable, a way that would best serve the community, remain to be absolutely high quality. Um, I had to solve all these pain points. And so I'd like to say that it looks like we've put systems in place to have done that, but you know, we'll never know without the testing. So we are LA Tech Experience Club 2.0 relaunches or launches for the first time because it's 2.0 March 12th. And I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Um, we shall see that all the systems that I've reinvented, that they are as fluid as I'd like to believe that they are and that, that um, all the pain points that we had experienced before um, have been removed. But I truly believe in co-creating We Are Tech 2.0 with the community. We Are Tech OG was more about esprit putting everything together and being a master of ceremonies over and over again. And We Are Tech 2.0 is about co-creation. It's about us together. We're putting together a whole ambassador program. I'd like to invite you to be part of that. If you're interested in further connecting with the community, please, please, please do reach out to me, esprit at wearelatech.com or tweet me at wearelatech or my personal Twitter at Esprit Devora. You know, let me know that you want to be part of that ambassador program. But 
I'm really proud. I'm proud of the work that I've done. I'm proud of the impact that my work has created on so many people's lives. I am grateful for a team who continues to invest their talent and time and energy into our vision together. I am nothing without an extraordinary team. I don't believe in doing everything on my own. I believe um, the stronger team that you have, the more effective you are. Not only that, I think the biggest gift in being an, an entrepreneur is not only do you get to make your own dreams possible, you make everybody's dreams around you possible in tandem. And that is, um, that's just magical. You know, that's just absolutely magical. That's always been my favorite thing about being an entrepreneur. So that's where we're going. And as you know, in that time, one thing I forgot to mention, I can't believe I forgot to mention this, is I can't remember what year it was now, but I think it was in 2015 as well, possibly 2014, we built the We Are Light Tech mobile app that has the calendar of all the events. We built this because I was talking to uh, Ira Herman, who uh, you'll hear on the, the some of the podcast episodes about, he's this fabulous developer, he's our faux CTO and our fabulous developer in uh, Los Angeles, and Ira Herman, uh, I was telling him that hey, I wish that we this was just on an app. It'd be so much easier than having it on the website, the calendar of all the LA Tech events. And so he built the app and it's incredible. It's so easy. You could swipe, it, you know, one click and a swipe and any LA Tech event is added to your personal calendar. It's just so useful. It's exactly what I wanted. And um, yeah, there's a lot of great things. I'm sure I'm missing a ton of stuff, but it doesn't really matter. All that matters is... Um, Honestly, it's, I'm really, I don't know if We Are LA Tech will work or not work. And what I mean by that is what We Are LA Tech means to me, it's not an organization. We Are LA Tech is us. It's, it's the people walking down the street right now, part of the tech community outside my car. It's people in the office building at the corner. It's, it's, it's all of us. It's the we. And it's our responsibility as an internal company to make sure that Everybody in Los Angeles knows that that's interested in tech knows these resources we we built exist because they exist in order to improve all of our lives to help us be the best that we can be and not in a cheesy way. Like obviously you don't want to go to 50 websites to find out what LA tech events are going on. So use the app, you know, it's just so much easier. And so I just really look forward to 2018 being a year of ease both personally and professionally, being a year that I say I get to do this, get to feature you on the podcast, get to, you know, create those experiences for you guys, and a year that we co-create, we are LA Tech together. And uh, if you guys have any questions for me, always feel free to reach out. Like I said, esprit at wearelatech.com. That's E-S-P-R-E-E or at We Are LA Tech on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, and we're on a paltry Facebook. Our Facebook likes are, like, so low, but our Facebook group is hot to trot. The Facebook group, by the way, we have, I think, 2,000 people in there, and we have 1,500 people waiting to join because I personally go through every last join request to make sure that they're the right 
fit. Like it's not spam or anything like that because I want to make sure everything that we do is super high quality and really focused and intentional. And, um, all those emails that come in, sometimes I apologize that it takes a little bit longer to get back to you, but it's because I like to personally reach out. I prefer personal outreach than mass messaging. And so I'm going to continue to do the best I can. But so what I mean by what I said before is in order for We Are LA Tech this thing, this concept, this business, whatever you call it, to continue to move forward, obviously it has to be able to sustain us, right? It has to be able to sustain the community, has to be able to sustain all of us working on it. And I'm crossing fingers and using any any smarts that I have and the amazing people around me to help support me in the intelligence that I may not have or the insights that I may not have to make that a reality. And we shall see, but I believe in it. And I think you do too, or you wouldn't be listening right now. And I'm excited. Oh, and the last thing, ah, so exciting. I told you guys, we finally built the We Are LA Tech t-shirt shop, which is rad. And my my favorite part about the t-shirt shop is I put a live chat on there that goes straight to my phone. So if you go to the t-shirt shop, like anybody could write me at any time, which I think is really cool. But the t-shirt shop, it's shopwearelatech.com. We also have wearelatech.com slash shop. But for whatever reason, when you post the slash shop on Twitter, like it doesn't open. So the, the URL is shopwearelatech.com. But, um, but so that's really cool. So now everybody can have the We Are LA Tech tea. And I don't know, I'm not going to start spinning out like a ton of links. You guys know where the links are. You could find them or ask me, but end of day, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing year ahead of you. I think 2018 is just all just incredible abundance and and joy for all of us. I think it's going to be a wonderful year. And um, thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey every single day. And I really appreciate you being a part of mine. Bye. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.